0: So I won't harp on this. If you were awake the past couple days, you know that a polar vortex swept through the Midwest and Northeast this week. Businesses, government agencies, and schools closed their doors, and residents stayed safe and warm at home, drinking hot chocolate and avoiding the frigid air. In Lansing, Mayor Shore declared a snow emergency, and in East Lansing, Michigan State University suspended class for the seventh time in its history. As a student, I enjoyed my days off just as much as the next person. In the grand scheme of things, only a handful of Michigan State alumni will have memories of experiencing a snow day here. In the 70s, Michigan State canceled class three times, once in April of 1975 and two days in a row in January of 1978. Herb Gillis was a sophomore in 1975 and remembers the heavy snowfall. Ellen Gale and Gary Hernbroth were both living on campus during the blizzard of 1978. This year, 2019, students received a handful of emails and text alerts urging them to stay indoors to avoid frostbite. But in 1975 and 78, students received no such warning and ventured out, making the most of their day or days off. Here are the tales of Michigan State snow days as remembered by Ellen, Gary, and Herb.
1: Uh, a proud MSU grad uh, from the College of Business and the School of Hospitality Business, and I graduated in 1979.
2: My name is uh, Herb Gillis. I'm a attorney here in Dallas, Texas. Currently been down here in Dallas since 1981. I'm a '77 graduate, June '77 graduate of Michigan State University, undergrad, and graduated from law school in 1981 from the Detroit College of Law, which is now part of. Coincidentally, Michigan State University.
3: My name is Ellen Gale, and I'm a speech-language pathologist. I went to undergrad at Michigan State. So I was there uh, for the blizzard of 1978. MSU was a nice distance. I grew up in Chelsea, and it was a nice distance from home. It got me out of the house, but yet I was close enough to be able to um, go back and forth when I needed to. Yeah, it's just far enough. You can be independent.
1: (laughs) My counselor turned me on to Michigan State's hospitality school. And I said, "Well, that sounds interesting. It's combining business and hospitality, and I think that that's a good combo for me. And the, the place the place to go would be Michigan State. I I wanted to stay in the state and go to a Big Ten school and and all that. So, uh, you know, I kind of morphed into into my uh, into my Spartan role.
2: Great school, great rep- reputation. Uh, I wanted to be part of a Big Ten school with uh, college athletics and." Uh... They also had an excellent uh, pre law program in history, which was my main focus at that time. I went there from my sophomore through senior year, and I lived all three of those years in Hubbard
3: Hall.
1: I lived in McDonald Hall?
3: I was in Acres during the snowstorm.
1: I attended uh, the sporting events. Although, I went to football games, and do you know, because I was there during the Magic Johnson Championship year, my mates and I, uh, we could never get tickets to the games. It was always sold out, and uh, we decided to watch them. You know, they always watched the, uh, they always had the game watch, oh, I won't call them parties, but they had the games on in some of the lecture halls on big, big movie screens. So we did a lot of that, and of course, that was a very special year.
2: Well, on Wednesday evenings, it was a big tradition of... MSU Hubbard, second floor, to trek over to the Coral Gables, which in those days had live bands and drink specials, and and on that evening, on the April 2nd of 75, we went over there, and there was a little bit of snow on the ground, and it was snowing. We got into the bar, and then after a couple hours, we trekked home. The snow had been maybe and our ankles on the way there. On the way back, the snow was more towards our knees.
1: Yes, yes, I was living in McDonald, and it, it came in like a gangbuster.
2: So, anyway, we made we made it back to the dorm, went to sleep, and then the next morning, I decided since there had been a lot of snow, I was gonna get up late and miss, blow off my, my 9 o'clock class, so I was planning on sleeping until my second class started. About 8.30, In the morning, in my dorm, I got a knock on the door. I opened the door, and one of the residents from down the hall on Hubbard's second floor uh, asked me, he said, well, do you have some money to, we're collecting for a keg.
3: Now I want you to remember the drinking age was 18 at that
1: time. And at that time, now, the drinking age in Michigan was 18. In 1975,
2: the drinking age was 18 years old. So I was, of course,
3: 18.
1: So those of us that were um, born in the spring or whatever, we were already 18. And, you know, half the campus was probably 18. This was all
3: legit. We made our way to Tom's and laid in a little supply of brandy and probably some other things. I just remember the brandy because that's when I learned I really don't like brandy. Um, That there were a lot of other kids there who were buying kegs of beer. And it was amazing. We couldn't make it to class, but you could make it to Tom's. To roll a keg of beer back um, to enjoy the rest of the day <laughs>
2: and I said a keg it's nine in the morning on Thursday what's 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 going on he goes didn't you hear school has been closed for the first time in history
1: I do remember a cheer going up when when uh, we were in the cafeteria that morning I think having breakfast and Somebody had heard on on the maybe it was your radio station or something that classes had been canceled or they made an announcement in the PA or something. I don't know, but everybody starts cheering. So hey, what what a Friday, right?
2: We played uh, euchre all day in the hallway and drank beer and celebrated the closing of school.
3: And I think there was some snow football that we did and
1: um, played. You know, I've mentioned the the snow football games out in front of McDonald's we didn't throw the girls down the drifts quite with the energy. We threw some of those guys down, you know, because there was that, that testosterone thing about, yeah, yeah, you know. and uh, But, oh yeah, there were shenanigans. I mean, people were throwing snowballs and, and, and throwing snow down your back and all kinds of stuff. and Cripe, you could barely even catch, catch or touch the ball. It was all covered with ice and snow, but you know, you weren't there to really play, you know.
2: My college roommate uh, in 75, he was one of the participants playing Euchre and in- drinking beer uh at when the blizzard party occurred during that uh, great blizzard of seventy eight when they canceled school. He was partying with his fellow fraternity brothers and uh I guess they decided to go on that overhang there were, and there was a big snow drift and they jumped he jumped into the snow drift but it turned out it was very light and he broke his ankle.
3: The best part for me was um at the time there was no Wharton Center, it was just at the auditorium and we had a touring group of uh, My Fair Lady. And so they were also snowed in in East Lansing. So they put on a free performance that night of My Fair Lady, which was really cool. So we all just, you couldn't walk on sidewalks but they were all covered. So we're all like walking down the middle of the road to get to the auditorium.
1: You know, there's always cliques in school, right? You know, you got your jocks, and we had our band kids, and we had, you know, everybody kind of mixing and melding and blending, and you had your, your city kids and your country kids and all that kind of stuff. And, you know, it takes a little while for walls to break down and, and for people to become friendly. And we, we live on the same floor, and you have a softball team or something like that on the floor or, or dorm parties on the floor. You know, you tend to get to know other people fairly well. But that, that snowstorm really did bring people together in a, in a way that hadn't maybe before um, and even break down walls more because you were all pitching in. I mean, everybody was getting their heaviest clothes on and they were pitching in and, you know, we went out to, to clear off some of these cars and to help, you know, these few uh, misguided people if you know, <laughs> who thought they were going to get off campus and go home. There really wasn't anything else to do and uh, we were all kind of giddy about the, the closure of the school so we'd rather do that than Stay inside and you know do homework. Why would you do that? You know. So after that, I think everybody was a little bit more uh, familiar with each other and maybe a little more friendly to each other. And uh, some of the some of the cliques kind of broke down a little bit because you were, you know, we were all in this snowstorm together and we had to make fun or, or get by with each other as best we could. I look back now and I go, yeah, we all pulled together and and it was it was. It's funny how people do that when they're faced with the, with a with a. Uh, with a common circumstance. I think that's a lesson that I would take from that, is we were all faced with that common circumstance, and, you know, we, we got along.